Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trigiani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Fana. This is Best to the Nest, the podcast that is all about creating happy, healthy, beautiful homes that prepare us to fly. And it is the season to consume everything, Marjorie. <laughs> well, as I sit here with a cup of coffee and a Christmas cookie, <laughs> yes, it is. It's the holiday season, and that means we are eating too much, we're drinking mm-hmm. too much, we're shopping too much. And so mm-hmm. the topic of our conversation today is really, I think, important and lovely, and it is fewer, better things. So we're talking about how to have fewer, better things, and our guest today is someone who I just think really exemplifies this idea and creates a collection of things that shows us how to have fewer, better things. And I kind of came to this realization a few years ago, Marjorie, that I want to love everything that's in my house. You have to. Even down to like the toilet bowl cleaner. Yep. Like the little brush, the toilet bowl brush that sits <laughs> really, out. Really, you want to love that. I want to love it. Like, I want to look at everything that's in my home and think, not only is that useful, but it's aesthetically yeah. pleasing, and it feels like it's something that's going to last a long time. I think that that's really important, and I think I didn't live that way for most of my life, and I didn't realize it until I moved from St. Paul, when I had to dig out of a house that I had been in for 10 years. And I realized all of the things that I had bought on impulse yeah. or it moved me for the moment yeah. and then I had to give it all away. And you just see the dollar bills just flowing out the door I know. and it's a horrible feeling. And I think that your attitude and what we're talking about this morning is so important that if you really buy with intention and you buy that if your eye is going to land on something in your house, it's going to please you. Because it's easy to do, you just have to take you have to take the time to do it. And I, I don't think I was as mindful as I should have been, but I am now. I'm really careful now about what I buy. Well, and what you bring into the house. It is oh, a lot yeah. about you know, such a theme that we talk about here on Best to the Nest is about intention, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you are living with intention, it's sort of all of the things fall into place. Yep. And that has to do a lot with shopping and what you're bringing into your house. And so I'm so excited about our guest today. Newsflash, I'm excited about our guest. I love our guests. It's so fun. <laughs> and and her name is Anna Hillegas. Okay, so Anna is the owner of one of my favorite stores of all time. And it's called the Foundry Home Goods. I've talked about it on Best to the Nest mm-hmm. before. It's in the Tangletown neighborhood of Minneapolis. And what I wanted to do to sort of introduce you to the idea of this shop, and as soon as you're hearing us talking about it, you're going to A, want to go into the store, or B, I think you want to look at the website and the Instagram account because it's all in the same vein of thinking. This is the description of the shop culture, okay, mm-hmm. uh, the Foundry Home Goods. They say, we believe in beauty and utility in the powerful magic of creating a sense of place and keeping our special places clean and bright using well-made, thoughtfully designed goods and tools. 
We encourage a non-disposable lifestyle and celebrate living with fewer, better things. We love beeswax candlelight, clear mornings, crisp linens, golden hour light, long dinner parties, short stories, good cocktails, pretty plates, fresh flowers, little vases, big magic, and making a home that is full to the brim with noise and quiet, plants and animals, love and light, and perhaps a few more beautiful cleaning brushes than is technically necessary. <laughs> we hope that you do, too. Oh, Can you stand it? It is poetry, fabulous. right? It is poetry. That's the kind of poetry I can get behind. And this is, this is the way to live. If you can't afford it yet, save for it. Fewer better things. Fewer it's, better things. That's fantastic. It's amazing, though, you can afford it when you stop buying all the crappy things. Yep. <laughs> How fast can you purchase fewer better things when you're not buying all Fine. the junk? Okay, so Anna is joining us this morning on Best to the Nest, and we are so delighted to have her. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. Happy Good morning, holidays. Ladies. How is the holiday season at the shop? Is it mayhem? It is mayhem, but it is, it's like my favorite kind of mayhem. I, I, you know, I have to admit, I actually slept at the shop a couple oh, nights. No, just because we got so many um, pallets of amazing things from all over the world, and we've never had so much stuff, and it's also never been so much fun the chaos well, is, it's fun <laughs> well if the shop is as beautiful as elizabeth says it is just the place to be sleeping it totally yeah. is there's lots of cozy things <laughs> yeah. in the cozy the corners shop. so yep. let's let's talk about let's kind of jump off on a, on that shop culture which i know you're the shop clearly because you sleep there is like a home to you and obviously you want people to come in and feel like it's a home, and then translate the same principles into their own home. So what do you want people to feel when they walk in the door? Yeah, so, I mean, what I stress to our team, who's amazing, and they're wonderful, and I pick them because I would want to be friends with them if I didn't hire them, and I am friends with them. <laughs> and, and you hire them. <laughs> yeah, and I, good I, thing. I both, which is amazing. But I never want to push anyone to feel like they have to buy something. Uh, we have a lot of clients who just come in just to kind of you know recharge, which is so funny to think of as a, that a store could be somewhere where you oh, feel no. nurtured and calm. But it you know we try to offer that to people, just you know conversation if you want it. If you know we kind of leave you to your quiet if you just need some quiet and and just just to be a friendly like no pressure, just hang out. You know sit, sit on the on the rocker chair and you know we'll bring you a cup of tea or a hot toddy or you know if, if we're serving ourselves we're going to serve you too <laughs> i like just, this hot toddy thing <laughs> yeah, yeah it's hot toddy season and we have a hot toddy kit and we take it very seriously so, i love that yeah. i love that <laughs> that's such an interesting perspective though and I, what i would think is though that translates into people then wanting to come there more i mean that's the goal i leave yeah. whenever i leave the foundry I already start thinking about when I can go back. And I look at your website more often than a lot of other websites because it just makes me feel happy. Aww. But, Anna, I have sort of a, a probably a more serious question as a shopkeeper. My father was a shopkeeper. And so oh, nice. it is a it is a it can be a difficult road uh, as you have people come in and just peruse and come and go. At some point, you need people to buy things because you're also you're making a living. Yep. And I love this idea of fewer better, but it's it's a it's an interesting idea for a shopkeeper to be pushing because you want product out the door. 
but I'm also right. trying to live a very non-disposable lifestyle. Tell me right. how the shop allows you to live in that idea while at the same time selling. Right. So, you know, I, when people are, like, putting together their home, I'm always telling them to, to take their time because buying sets of dishes and flatware and, and linens, like, it is expensive. And our because of all of our items have such an amazing backstory and they're really the highest quality sourced from all over the world, they they can come at a higher price point, but the value is also up there. So take your time and buy the glass set that you want and buy a set of beautiful Belgian linen napkins yes. that you can use that for both for family dinners and, you know, when guests come over, things that you're proud of. You, you don't want a million sets of things, um, just kind of the few things that, that are going to last you. And, and then we also were big fans of these wax candles and those, you know, kind of consumables keep right. people coming through the door. And, you know, if a, if a client comes in four times and only buys something twice, like there's still, there's a relationship there yeah. and there's just, yeah, just the, the desire to come back and see what's new and get their beeswax candles. And I, love that. I don't know, I, I don't know exactly what the answer is, but it seems it works. It's, you answered it. it you that answered totally it. That. It's so good. <laughs> well, Anna, I think also creating that environment where it becomes almost like an event or an activity and an, yes. an experience to come and spend time with you. I know from a personal level, now you know this, every time I come to the foundry, virtually every time I have a friend in tow who's from out of town mm-hmm. or I've got like a group <laughs> of girls. I mean, I'm always like, this is my friend from wherever. Hi, girl, yeah. you know, and then, and then I introduce everybody to the staff that I know and, yeah. um, you know, and I'm not in there once a week by any means, but I'm in every, you know, once every few months and I almost always have a friend when I have girlfriends in town and we say, okay, let's go to a couple of shops. It's always a destination mm. for me to bring oh. my friends and my friends always spend way more money than I do. <laughs> they walk in and they're like, wait a second, no, what is this yeah. place? And I don't get to come back here all the time. Like exactly. I'm stocking up. And so I do think when it comes to Marjorie sort of putting that idea together where when you create an experience that's so wonderful, people want to share it with others that they love, and then that translates into sales. I mean, I see it every time I bring friends in. They always buy stuff. Yeah. And and we always um, emphasize just treating every client not only like their friends because that's that's how I want my work environment to be. Selfishly, I just want to be in a really relaxed environment and it's really friendly but um, treating like a just graduated from college, has no money, just loves the feel of it, can't really afford anything except for one tea light, oh. treating them the same way that we treat the really high-end clients from New York and L.A. who come in and just, like, try to clear out the shop. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, that young college student, they not only will they grow up and they'll start earning more money and they'll outfit a home, but they're going to tell their family about it and they're going to want to share yeah the experience. It's not just a store with things, um, you know. It's a it's a place to come see the dogs and you know go to little shop events and and just hang out and for them to not feel the pressure to buy something is is valuable on a lot of levels. I, I think I think so, and I also love you mentioned something that I have a particular fetish for, which are linens. Mm, and you talked yeah. about buying a linen 
napkin. Yeah. Really nice napkins. And I think cloth napkins, I inherited some from my grandmother. And so I think when she passed away, she had many sets. And so they Uh were sort of divided up. And I think that's the mindset that we fell out of for a while. But I'm hoping with all this talk about sustainability that we're falling back into it. That it is not inconceivable that you could buy really nice sheets and have that set for years. Yes. And they'll just get better and better and better as you wash them. Or that you'll have cloth napkins that if you take care of them, you'll have them for years. Right. My grandmother had fewer better things. It's the way that she lived. But when she passed on, they were all of, you know, the things that she had were all passed to her granddaughters because they were better and they were beautiful. And I think that that's so important to have that long, not that, oh, I want to make sure I pass this on when I die. That's a little (laughs) bit morbid. But just that idea. The things in your house, are there things that I've acquired in my lifetime that, that I feel proud enough to take care of and to pass down? Right. You know, that's, that's something to think about. It is totally something to think about. I do think it starts with cloth napkins. I'm so glad you brought that up because <laughs> yeah, I, I have them. a beautiful I set of cloth napkins from <laughs> yes. the Foundry Home Goods, of course. Very nice. nice. And I use them all the time. And they and just like Anna said when I bought them, they have gotten softer with every oh, yeah. wash. And they get more beautiful. And I love putting them out. And I think if you can make one switch in your life, to kind of jumpstart your fewer, better things mentality, I believe it is cloth napkins. I agree. 100% agree. Within my soul. Because I think there's something that comes along with the cloth napkin thing that is, number one, you're using something that isn't disposable. Mm -hmm. And number two, you're treating yourself to something and treating yourself with a level of respect and just this level of you deserve this. You deserve something nice with every meal when you're using a cloth napkin. Elizabeth, and, and when my husband was working nights, I had little kids. They were probably three, five, and and beyond, you know, and then growing. And he was he was doing uh, nighttime radio, and so he was gone for dinner. And I was a little overwhelmed at the time. I have to say, I was working, and I had the little kids at night by myself. And so I decided that just at night. We would ha- we would sit down for dinner, and we would eat by candlelight and cloth napkins. Yes, because oh, I just felt like lovely. <laughs> I just felt like this will make me feel sane. This will make me feel like my life isn't out of control. And right, it worked with your, din- with your tiny dinner guests. <laughs> <laughs> my tiny dinner guests and candlelight. It was very nice. It, it is, was very nice. It's so oh. true. It is so true. We do candlelight almost every night because. <gasps> And we do the beeswax candles, and we have them going almost every night. And I think there's something about, like, the candles are lit. It's time to join together at the table and have an experience. So that leads us to, I think, to Anna, the the question of how these things then change the dynamic in your home. You know, you can buy plenty of cheap garbage that will do the same task as the things that you're selling in your shop. But when you are bringing things into your home that are made with care, that have a story, that have real people behind them, how do you think that shifts what's happening inside your house? Well, it seems like, like for me personally, I feel like it connects me to to the world, you know, that I can be a bit of an introvert and I like to stay at home a lot. And being at home and, you know, with my handmade baskets from Ghana and then, you know, just picking up and thinking about where where that came from, that dish rag from Japan, you know, that that cast iron from the UK. It's it 
it makes me feel like part of this big, beautiful human race, you know, and, and all the amazing things that humans do. Um, there's just kind of like this little gratitude that happens with me when I know there's a there's a good story behind something. No, oh, I love that. Because I do think, and, and not to get too out there, but I do think the stuff you bring in has its own energy. I do, and, yeah. And do. so <laughs> if, you, if you're bringing in things that are handcrafted or made ethically or made sustainably and are made to last, I do think that affects the feel of the house. How can it not? Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. There's there's energy, you know, when you're burning that candle and mm-hmm. you're, you know, I'm, I'm drinking some tea right now out of a cup, um, like a little John Julian teacup, and it's a very classic kind of shape, and it just makes me feel so, <laughs> I don't know, just warm and fuzzy and kind of elegant, even though, you right. know. Right. Dirty blue jeans. <laughs> well, Elizabeth, she's speaking our language. Elizabeth and I used to, when we did the radio show together, we had a proper tea set that you her had, mother gave us. Yeah, Anna, I mean, you know my mom, so Anna knows how my mom Susie yes. operates. Yeah. She's so classy. She's known Susie for a long time. And my, okay, so Marjorie and I, when we did our radio show together, we got in this big tea thing where we would have tea together. And then we decided that it was just unacceptable for us to be drinking tea out of disposable cups at work for a myriad of reasons. And so my mom bought us a proper tea set on a tray with a teapot with a candle that would keep the tea warm, which we were terrified to use because we thought we'd get in trouble from the management at the station for lighting candles. And then an actual tea, you know, tea cups. And so we would buy wonderful teas and bring them in and then make tea together and have that in our radio show and yeah. it was like really it was really wonderful Marjorie I can yes. like tear up thinking about it it was very <laughs> sweet that we did that yeah that's so love you guys need to do that again we, just, you know, we do the same location I know we should have matching tea Think cups Marjorie we, should. we, we should. totally said that we should drink out of when we when we're doing the show so when you're thinking about gift giving Anna and and kind of sharing this with people. What are some things that you like to have people sort of start with when it comes to maybe just incorporating this mindset into your own home and then also into the homes of people that you love that you want to share gifts with this season? Yeah. So, you know, the things that I love gifting, um, especially if, you know, if either I don't know them well or, you know, the client who's shopping doesn't really know them well or, or you're just not sure um, of their style, things Things like the candles, you know, consumables. Yep. Um, keeping just keeping the the things, you know, like from the pantry, uh, like a lovely tin of tea. We have this great pantry section now with, you know, amazing tea from Brooklyn and jam from this British woman living in California and, and and some salts and things and and those kind of things that are basics in the kitchen and you know that you can use are. It's such a welcome, a welcome gift as opposed to, I don't know, chenille blanket or something that maybe doesn't go with your style. Yeah. I think that's, I, I think that's really important, too, as we're talking about being intentional what you bring into your home. I think you have to be intentional about what you're putting in other people's homes. Uh, yeah, because, I, I think so, too. And, you know, people with children, I know there's a lot of parents out there who get very overwhelmed with just the sheer amount of toys and how... Um, disposable these toys are yeah. and you know just kind of focusing their their shopping when they're in the shop to you know maybe just like a small little wooden animal it can go on a shelf and it's it's a special little thing and just not not overwhelming families with these 
big items. It's cheap plastic crap is what it is, Anna. I'm a parent, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. And you're being much more kind than I am. You are you are a kind, gentle soul, and I am coming at you hard because it's so much cheap plastic crap, and I am living in yeah. the idea of trying to keep two things out of my children's lives all the time, cheap plastic crap and sugar, and it is a fight. It's a valiant yep. effort that I'm it's making every day. Because it's true, and and you do end up just feeling like you're surrounded by junk that's going to end up in a landfill that is going to sit there for thousands of years, years. and it feels very overwhelming. And, I mean, Anna has these, Marjorie, these rainbows, these wooden rainbows in her shop. Anna, we bought the, my sister Jenny came in, and we bought the largest one for my niece Penelope for her first birthday. and. It is like it's this these pieces of wood formed into a rainbow shape, and they're essentially like a block because they stack on top of each other to create this large rainbow. Hmm. And they're painted with beautiful, bright colors. And my sister, when we gave her the gift, gave Penelope, our other sister who received the gift, was just beside herself. I mean, she oh. just loved it so much because she, you know, she has three kids, and she felt like, oh my gosh, this is something that we're all going to love looking at every day. Yeah. And that is made beautifully and that I can feel so good about Penelope playing with and putting it in her mouth and all of this yep. stuff. And I think it does also lend itself to that idea of what kind of imagination will Penny come up with when she's thinking about this rainbow versus right. toys that are already telling your kids a story, toys that encourage your kids to create their own story. Yeah, that there's not a, a rule book with those toys and there's a million different ways to use them and you know, we those toys from Germany, those the Rainbow Grimm's toys. We have uh, a few weeks ago, I had an older gentleman walked in, and he uh, he bought himself a rainbow oh my for God. his shelf, and it was it was probably like one of the most touching. It was a quiet evening, and he was just like so put together and tweed, and you know, he was just so. He loved the story of it, and he just almost left, and then he came back. I, I'm going to buy that, that rainbow for myself, and oh. so I love thinking of him enjoying that. Oh, so my gosh. That yeah. is so sweet. I think this is such an important thing. I'm on the other end of the toy of the toy accumulation and had to go through, like I said, when we moved from St. Paul, I had to sort through all of the things that were purchased but never really used and were just, frankly, a waste of money. And I think for moms and dads that have young children, this is the time to really think about what you want your kids to want and what you actually want in your home influencing your kids because you don't need to waste all the money that we're told we need to waste. And I think if I could go back, the one thing I would do differently I would be much more mindful about what I brought in. And I I probably wasn't even the worst of it, but I would be much more mindful about that. And I also would probably have taken my kids shopping less. I I would not have brought them to the stores where they would have seen those kind of things as much. Mm Because I think that's something else you can protect your kids from. I mean, this idea of walking down the toy aisles, you know, just. I know, and you can really protect your kids from advertisements now. I mean, that's like the joy of streaming services. I remember learning about a lot of, like, cheap garbage because we watched shows where there were commercials, you know? And so if you do streaming services now, you can totally avoid that kind of stuff. That's a big deal. And so my kids just aren't bombarded. I mean, there are a lot of negatives about, you know, what our kids are exposed to now. But but the positive is... 
I mean, I can control advertisements so much more than my parents could when it comes to just consuming media. Yep, yep. And they just don't, they don't see the ads. So they're never going like, oh, I want that specific thing because they just don't see the ads for it. Right. That's great. It's good. That's great. I asked um, Franklin last night, Franklin, what would you like um, Santa Claus to bring you? And he said, Christmas. No. I said, well, that's so wonderful. Oh I said, that, I said, I think he is. He is going to bring Christmas. I said that is so wonderful. And I said, well, would you, would you like him to bring you anything to celebrate Christmas, like toys? And he said, toys, just toys. toys. I mean, nothing specific. But you know, that is another thing too. When you when you talk about. On a, the older gentleman buying that rainbow and then you creating this experience, I, there are so many beautiful things in your shop. And I have never once felt like if I bring my children in there that they are going to be not welcomed. Like you have a little rocking horse Aww. that they can play on. The the dogs that Anna mentioned at the beginning are her chocolate labs, Ruby and <laughs> Turnip. Who, well, wh- one my, of them, Ruby, is um, a I mean, my children go in there and lay on them and cuddle them. And it is it it is such a beautiful experience that inspires you not just to buy things, but to arrange your home in a way that it feels like the shop, which I think is just so special because you're changing people's lives and how they live on. I mean, you're changing their homes. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. And I want to ask you too about if you don't live by the foundry or you don't have the budget to just like redo everything right now, Anna is really great at helping you sort of intentionally place things in your home so that it feels less chaotic. And you've got some good tricks for that, Anna. What do you love? Yeah, so I'm I'm like a real big fan of baskets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we kind of joke that you know there's 99 problems and not one of them a basket can't. Fix. <laughs> so I like that. that. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, just kind of containing things, um, and and you don't you don't need a lot of money, but you can just use what you have to tuck things away. Um, Bring out your favorite things, you know, do a little Marie Kondo, and if it sparks joy, like bring it out into the forefront of your, your house and your life, and then and then tuck away um, the things that that kind of make bring you down, or try, maybe try to get rid of them, maybe yeah. donate them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but putting things, you know, on little trays, and that's a, a favorite of mine. It's a, like you one big piece little of linen, vignette. like a tablecloth or a linen throw can serve as a tablecloth. It could serve as a shower curtain. It can serve as, you know, a little uh, a curtain for your house. Having things that work as multiples is is kind of the name of, of our game and yeah. and that does save a lot of money. And that seems like such a such an easy thing to say, but I think it's harder for people to do. I just did this and felt weird doing it, but you just affirmed me, so I'm grateful for this. I was tired of how my dining room table looked. It was when I bought the townhome in Tempe, it's this massive dining room table that was made for the space. And so the owner left it there. And it's perfectly lovely, but it's a dark wood. And I had purchased this day bed that was sort of a lighter wood. And mm-hmm. so they just sort of, and they're in this, the same long room. And they just sort of bugged me because they didn't look right quite together. One was a little modern and the other was a little more cottagey. So I have this king-sized red silk bedspread that's quilted, like a really um, delicate quilting. 
it's a beautiful bedspread that I had stopped using that I bought probably 15 years ago, and I threw that on top of it. And it's beautiful. At, as like a tablecloth? As a tablecloth. Where'd it go? I love that. I and love it that. looks yeah, covering gorgeous. One of my favorite tricks for styling, um, you know, especially with people with small budgets, is to <laughs> go to your local hardware store. Don't go to Home Depot, but purchase one of those big um, canvas drop cloths, those like painter's canvas oh, yeah, drop yeah. cloths. Yeah. Yeah. You wash it. It softens up, and you throw that over any ugly furniture you have. You can use it as a tablecloth. Huh. Um, they're really cheap. I use them as um, kind of uh, I punch some grommet holes in them, and then I hang them as big sunshades. Uh, oh. But throwing them over a, an ugly sofa or an ugly chair, is, yep. and then throwing a nice pillow on top of that or, you know, grabbing a sheepskin, like that, that no. just changes the whole thing. The whole story. So smart. That's a great idea. It's, That's a great idea. It is so, so smart. It is. That containment idea is really good in the multi-purpose. You know, I yeah. had a, a viewer gifted me, and people just drop things at the station because they're so sweet, and they know that I love chickens, obviously, because I have chickens in my backyard, and so this viewer found these little antique egg cups that are Aww. clear uh, glass, but they're in the shape of chickens. And then the egg, like, sits out of the top. And there were only <laughs> three of them. And she found them at some little antique store and dropped them off with a note. And I wrote her a thank you note and was, like, so appreciative and loved it so much. And I don't really do soft-boiled eggs, even though I want to be a soft-boiled egg person. So maybe that will happen <laughs> at some point. We all want to be, but I think, like, but this, none of us yeah. are. this feels like a lot of work with the little spoon for the egg. You know how it yeah. goes. Yeah. Um, yes. But what I started doing is I give my kids elderberry syrup every day as, oh, like, an immunity booster. And yeah. I couldn't find I, – I wanted to – like, it was really annoying to pour it and give it to them in a spoon because I was spilling it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, what am I doing? They need to just, like, drink this out of a little shot. And so I started. So you, you don't want to start with the shot glass, but I was like, I know I don't even really have any shot glasses. Those days are long behind me. Although I did do a couple of whiskey shots in Nashville, which I regret last weekend, but that's for another story. Um, but I started pouring their elderberry syrup into these little soft-boiled oh, egg yeah. cups, these little antique cups. And then I hand them out, and Franklin will say, Mama, I would like my elderberry. Well, oh. my elderberry. I mean, he loves it. And it's like this little treat. And I just sort of thought, it is a little risky because I feel like they, they might get broken. But at the same time, they got to learn. They got yeah. They have to learn. And they learn. They are, my kids use glass for everything. We don't do, the only thing we switch to is some plastic silverware for Frankie because he was bashing the bottom of the fork into my table, which was making oh, some divots that I was less <laughs> yeah. than pleased with. So we, we did a little picture <laughs> now. But, you know, it, it's been so sweet to see them take their sip of their little elderberry syrup out of this little chicken, you know, oh, soft-boiled egg cup, which just well, made me and think. And it's such a sweet origin story. Yes. Yeah. It kind of like brings you little little joy when you see them, you know, it's just that sweet gift. And it's but lovely. What that, but what that speaks to is, I think, what we're talking about this morning is you can elevate almost any experience. Totally. And it's not that hard to do if you do it with intention. Yeah. Yep. Which brings us back to your shop, which I can't wait to see the next time I'm coming to Minnesota. Oh my gosh, Marjorie, you're coming and you're just going to want to, you're going to mm -hmm. want all the things because it's mm -hmm. just too fun. <laughs> I want to end on a, with, on that kind of mindset of 
what we start with what happens in your home when you sort of shift this dynamic of things. But I also think there's something really special about what happens to you when you treat yourself to the nice things every day. When it's not just about getting out something separate for company, it's about you enjoying beautiful things every day. I mean, what do you think that that does to a person? Oh, man, there's got to be some kind of, you know, psychological hormone that's released <laughs> when you do that, like some sort of oxytocin. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's self-care. You know, it's saying that you're that you're you're worth it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know that you you deserve these things and it it does fill you up, you know, when you are touching these things and taking care of these things and putting love into them and then it reflects back in, into you and um, just everyday ceremony it, it's just it really there's a reason why people have rituals and tea ceremonies and and all of this that is all over the world and all these different cultures it it does it takes care of something deep inside of us and that's it's just so important and it's maybe kind of hard to articulate but I think we all know that feeling when we're you know, when we're sipping tea out of, you know, a little British teacup or, <laughs> you know, covering ourselves with a nice wool blanket, those those um, interactions that we have with things is, is, is an interaction with the world and with ourselves and all the cool people in it, so... I love beautiful. that. Yeah. Everyday I ceremonies. Everyday, Everyday ceremonies. ceremonies. That's a yeah. really great thing. That's like... A thing to think about as you go into the new year in terms of what do you want to focus on for the new year? A little bit of instituting some of those everyday ceremonies into your life is really special. Anna. And guess, and guess what? Anna, that's the name what? of your book. Ah, Everyday what? Ceremony. Everyday ceremony. Yes. That is the name of your book. One, oh, I can't wait for the book launch right. party. We're it's very excited. Yeah, thanks for letting me plug my future book. <laughs> so good. Anna, thank you so much. I'll see you oh, at the shop you. soon. I have some pillowcases on hold, so I'm going to yes. need to buzz over there soon. I, yes. Oh, good. I look forward to it. I know. i got to get over there this so weekend. Much. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anna. We adore you. Really fun, Marjorie. I really appreciate it, you guys. <laughs> Take care. Thanks, Anna. Oh, gosh. She's just a little gem. She's a joy. She is a joy, and that's a good book title. That's a great book title. Yeah. You are so smart. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. It is, it's such an inspiring place, and there are few stores that you go into that you leave feeling like you want to live that way. You know, right. And it's not only about like, oh, I want my house to look that way, because it's bigger than that. It's not right. just I want my house to look that way. It's I want to live this way, and it's really inspiring, and she's created such a lovely community that is like that great no pressure friend where oh, that friend that. who is there for you and who offers just a lovely perspective but isn't asking for anything out of you and um and that's how I feel about that store it's just it's beautiful wonderful I've been wanting to talk to her on this podcast for a long time and so I'm really excited that it worked out today well and the takeaway fewer better things truth fewer better things if you are enjoying this podcast please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it with a friend if you have a moment please give us a review at apple podcasts from ali poo miller 
I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I love it. Love this podcast. The conversation is so great and the content is so refreshing. We hope so. A positive and happy place to come to keep up the good work, ladies. We're uh, trying. Thank you, Ali Poo. You are so cute. And please reach out to us. You can find both of us on Instagram at Best to the Nest or at Eliz Reese and at It's Me Marjorie One. And we are also on Facebook and Twitter. Happy holidays, everybody. Everyday family. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.